Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Welcome to the Get Lit Podcast. I am your host, Becky Rabin, and this is your high vibe, no bullshit, fortnightly dose of inspiration, motivation, and empowerment to help you shush your inner critic, break through your limiting beliefs, build up your self-worth, get out of your own way, and fearlessly step into your power, giving you the success and confidence to live your most lit up life. Through this podcast, we hope to give you actionable tools to take away and show you success stories that show you the way. This is for the dreamer, the believer, the go-getter, and the inspired. Time to get lit. Hey, and welcome back to the Get Lit with Becky Rabin podcast, the place to be, to be your brightest, lightest, and most lit up self. This is episode five, and I'm really excited for this episode because this is our very first client session episode. So in these sessions, what I hope to bring every couple of episodes or every five to six episodes is the chance for you guys to call in with any issues you're struggling with. And I will give you a coaching session um, on the call live on the podcast. So you will get the opportunity to ask me anything that you want to ask me about business, about relationships, about self-worth, about overcoming issues that you've been having with your health, anything that you are dealing with, I will help you. So today's first client session is with the wonderful Ellie Breacher. We get really deep on talking all things overwhelm, balancing the stressful life, balancing doing 101 things at once and what we can implement in order to help us overcome that overwhelm, to help us put things in place every day that stop us feeling like we're constantly on this ever ever running little hamster rat race, this never-ending to-do list. Whether you're running a business or just generally typically trying to keep up with modern day life, things can be really overwhelming. And sometimes overwhelm can be the very thing that stifles you from getting anything done. So we talk about what usually is at the root of us feeling like we need to be doing everything or what's usually at the root of us feeling like we have to be busy all the time or not even knowing that we have this need to be busy all the time and what to actually do and how to implement things that will help you deal with that overwhelm. So I'm really excited for you to listen to it. I hope you enjoy it. And if you do want to apply, please head to my website or the link is in the um, bio here on this podcast and you can sign up and fill in a little form and we would love to hear from you. So yeah, enjoy. Hi Ellie. 
Hi. Hello. Welcome to the Get Lit podcast. How are you? Good. I'm really excited to be on here with you. I'm so excited to have you. This I'm so excited because it's actually the first client session um, that I've done, um, a live one. So just a little bit excited as to where it's going to go today. Amazing. I've been loving the podcast so far. I'm Thank so you. glad. Firstly, I guess before we get cracking into whatever it is today that you're calling in for with help, um, I guess tell my audience a little bit about yourself. Okay, so I am, my name's Ellie. I'm studying to become a registered nutritionist. And I'm also a recipe developer, food blogger, so I create recipes for brands. I specialize in gluten-free and dairy-free recipes. Amazing. recently launched another business, which is called Ellie's Granola. So it's my own homemade granola, which I've actually been making for years, but I just started selling it. Wow, that's amazing. So like your passion turned into a bit of a, a hustle for you. Exactly, and I never really saw that happening. I, I started my blog about five years ago, um, I was quite unwell. I was struggling with Crohn's, which is a digestive autoimmune condition. Yeah. And I started it. I was experimenting with different recipes. I had all kinds of intolerances. Um, and it grew from there. And I've kind Amazing. of... Amazing. now. Amazing. So, but firstly then, hang on, let me get this right. So you're, you, you're a, still studying. Yes, I am <laughs> in my second year at university. It's a four-year course. Wow. And that's full-time. That's very full time. And on top of the hours where I'm in lectures, it's such a science heavy degree. There's so much extra work that you're, that's expected of you outside of the uni hours. Yeah. Wow. And then on the side of that, you're also doing your food blogging and your recipe developing and your influencing. And then you're now also doing this business. So you've got a lot going on, it's safe to say. I do have a lot going on for sure. I mean, I love, I love it all. There's nothing there's nothing I would change. There's nothing I'd really give up, but I definitely am struggling to find that. <laughs> okay, so I was going to say, I guess I know where I'm going with the question as to what is it that you've called in for today with help and like what are you struggling with? I, I'm guessing I'm going to know the answer, but, but do share what from you, what is it that you are like struggling with or want help with or are your questions today? So essentially, I have so my full-time thing what's taking up the most time is my uni and I'm super passionate about it yeah I'm really excited I'll be a registered nutritionist at the end and I'm so excited to be able to help people with once I've qualified properly Mm. Um, but then everyone's talking about this word balance and I just can't really understand how how everything can be in harmony at the same time so how I can put in enough hours into my uni my blog and recipe development my granola business but then also have some time for myself and feel like I'm you know finding the time to exercise and socialize and sleep and even just do nothing which is such a rare occurrence yeah Yeah, I think it's a rare occurrence for a lot of people I guess okay before I we like break this down because it's quite a not a loaded question but I guess where you have got so much going on um there's going to be like different elements to this because I imagine that not only are you trying to find, like find the struggle to get balance you're probably dealing with quite a lot of stress in your life so there's dealing with ways to overcome the stress that you're having off the back of this balance problem and I think there's a massive um there's a massive talk of the balance kind of thing, as you said at the moment. But I guess before I go into it, what do you define as balance? Like, I guess the first question I want to ask you and put it back onto you is to you, what does balance mean? Because to each of us, it will mean something really different. 
Yeah, I think that's a really interesting question, actually. The immediate thing that jumps to my mind is having all the different spheres of your life um, kind of in equilibrium at the same time. But then thinking about it, I guess you're always going to have something that you want to prioritize, something that's more important to you. So whether that's family, friends, relationships, or whether it's your business or studies or finances, I think it's just striking a good, well, I can't use the word. Striking <laughs> <laughs> a good balance yeah, between all of them. Exactly. So, you, so you, to you, balance is having a balanced amount of everything that you're doing and keeping it all at the same level but there's no right or wrong answer here by the way I'm just asking you what what you it means to you I think it fluctuates all the time I think it's something that one day balance to me might be finding the time to go to yoga and listen to a podcast go for a long walk and get yeah. a couple of buddies and another day I might feel really overwhelmed with work recipes food mm-hmm. for granola orders and once I've got on top of all of that I'll feel more balanced in that sense yeah so I think this is a really interesting topic anyway as you said the balance conversation because I know a lot of people will be listening here I don't think it necessarily means whether you've got a business or you've not got a business or you might just be generally trying to find balance in your life if you're studying and working full-time or just working full-time and having so much to do with your work I think that balance is a really interesting question full stop because as you said, there's so much talk about it, but no one's really explaining what it means. And in your initial mindset, you would think what it means in having perfect harmony with everything that you're doing. Um, And I think that's why it's really important for me to ask you what balance means to you and for anyone listening to ask themselves what balance means to them. Because I actually believe just like everything else in this industry, whether it's health, like particularly your health and wellness, like it has to, it has to mean something for you. It has to, it has to physically be the definition of whatever that looks like for you. So that doesn't necessarily mean, obviously to you, you've said like, well, I think it's having everything doing the same amount of everything and giving everything the same amount of time. But in a realistic world, is it possible to exercise the same amount of time as you're giving to this or is it giving to that? So to me, balance is very much about prioritizing and not necessarily prioritizing what needs to be done, prioritizing what I want to be done and I think that's sometimes where you can get confused with the whole handling the balance situation and being overwhelmed is that we quite often forget to ask ourselves well what makes me feel balanced what what do I need to do to feel like I've got everything together yeah and often before I get to that stage where I ask myself that question I feel like I'm not allowed to ask it until I've done everything that I need or I've ticked off everything on the list so basically until you've exhausted yourself so and I'm sure anyone listening here this has been like a really common theme this week with all of my one-to-one clients and a lot of conversations I've had with people and actually it's really timely because a couple of weeks ago I was feeling super overwhelmed and I think balance and overwhelm are kind of like the opposites of each other they kind of like go hand in hand you get overwhelmed so you're trying to find balance um and I think that being overwhelmed is something we can't if you're a high achiever you're a dreamer you're a go-getter you're someone who wants to succeed and do well and be better over 
overwhelm comes with the nature because quite often we think that in order to be the best version of ourselves, we have to be doing everything. And to order to be the best and most successful version of ourselves, we have to be busy. And I don't think we realize that we're doing that. But I literally had four calls yesterday with all of my, my coaching clients and every single one of them in the pre-session call said to me, I don't feel like I've done enough, but I'm really overwhelmed with life. I can't make important decisions because I'm really overwhelmed with everything that's going on. I don't know where to spend more time and I don't know what to do. So you're basically in this vicious cycle of being like, oh my God, I'm really stressed and overwhelmed. Oh my God, I'm really stressed and overwhelmed. I need to get out of this. I'm going to try and find balance, but I'm really stressed and overwhelmed because I can't figure out what balance means to me. And I don't know how to get that balance. So that's really making me more stressed and overwhelmed. And then you just go in this vicious cycle so for me, I guess the biggest thing I could say, and I really relate to the fact that you obviously are, you've got a lot of hustles going on um, and all of them are important to you. And I totally get that when you have such a passion and a drive for what you do, like by the sounds of what you're doing as well, um, everything's very aligned. There's nothing like really random and off piece that I'd be like, okay, well you need to remove that. It doesn't really make any sense. But like you're doing nutrition, you're, you're launching a brand. I would ask yourself firstly questions on what brings me the most joy in everything that I'm doing. So before I do anything, I said to one of my clients yesterday, if you're feeling super overwhelmed with how to manage stuff, firstly, I actually always say to people, take a step back. So like, Take a bit of a break and try not to figure anything out. And if that means like literally taking a weekend off completely free from doing any of your nutrition, any of your work, anything that's like work related and even any need to do anything at all. Because like you said, you very rarely get time to yourself. I, it's actually, time. Yeah. I did that for a whole weekend. But what does time to yourself where you enjoy that time and you feel like you fill up your cup looks like? Um, I guess it varies, but maybe going for a walk in the park or reading a book on the beach, ideally, not going to happen in London. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, feeling, not feeling under pressure, not feeling guilty that I should be doing something because often I'll get home from a long day. I will have had uni and um, if I had a break between lectures I will have responded to emails or written up recipes maybe gone to an event after finishing university and then what should happen is you get home get into bed but I get home and open my laptop and start writing up notes and um or making granola if I've uh, got orders to get on top of you know it never really stops it's just like running on a hamster wheel yeah. so but then what is the guilt? Where's the guilt for you? So if you don't do it and you feel like it never stops and you're just running on a hamster wheel and you ask yourself really and truly, what is it that is making you feel guilty if you do shut your laptop? What, what would you think your real answer to that be? And it's gonna, it might be hard for you to answer that question. Well, I think the main thing comes down to the fact that I'm spending eight years at university. So I already did a four year degree yeah. and I'm doing another four year degree. Yeah. Most people go to uni for three years and that's it. So I really feel like I owe it to myself to succeed and not just succeed, but you know, really achieve and feel confident with everything I'm doing, which is tricky coming from not such a scientific background when you're then all of a sudden revising for a chemistry and biology and yeah. physics exam. Um, but then at the same time, revising for an exam doesn't bring me as much joy as creating a beautiful recipe yeah. or, or seeing the joy on people's faces when they try my granola. 
Um, but what really does make me happy is knowing that I'm on the right track to become a nutritionist, even though who really enjoys studying, let's be honest. Yeah. But so already though, it's very clear for me to see, obviously it's very different if you're obviously still studying, that is something that of course you're going to work your like as hard as you possibly can to succeed and get the grades that you want to get. Um, but it's still this, this drive to, to overachieve. There's still this drive to, to be the most successful, which is amazing, which we all want to have. But one thing you said really like clearly there was that your recipe developing, for example, is your hobby. It's your love. It makes you, you really enjoy it and it fills you up. So I would then question, okay, at what point did your hobby and your love become something that you felt like you had to do or you have to be making sure that you're doing it in any given time? Like, did it come, has it become something that's no longer your hobby and love? A, 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 A tiny bit. Yeah, that's so true. I, I absolutely love it. It does make me so happy and that's the truth. But at the same time, if your hobby becomes, it puts you under pressure, you feel like you're not doing enough, you're not sharing enough posts to your audience, you're not working with enough brands that month or anything like that. I guess there is an aspect to it that is less enjoyable and is more, mm-hmm. I have to get this done. And, and who's saying you have to? Who are you doing it for? What, if you don't post a recipe for a couple of weeks or you don't do that side of your business, what, what's really going to happen if you miss one thing? And in that one time that you didn't do that one thing, you instead went and like did something that really like calmed you down or like went for a walk or had that quiet time that you never have. I know. The world's not going to fall apart if I stop posting world's on it. The world's not going to fall apart. The world is not going to fall apart. Yeah, it's a very self-inflicted kind of pressure which I know I'm aware that I do a lot I've always been like that I was very academic growing up I always put myself under a lot of pressure and it wasn't necessarily from parents or family or teachers it was very much from my own head because Mm -hmm. I wanted to do not just well but really well um, and I guess that's kind of been carried into all the other areas of my life now. Yeah. So I guess there's, there's kind of two things here, I really relate to this. So from one side of this, this, what you're talking about, when I was working full time, I was PTing on the side and the PTing was my hobby. And I had not really any idea where I wanted it to go. I just really enjoyed it. Um, actually, it started as blogging all my healthy kind of food and recipes because I suffer with intolerances much like you right so it became a hobby and I loved it and then I got obsessed was like I have to post I have to post I have to post anyway it was a good thing like you've obviously built a business out of it you've obviously done other things out of it obviously it's it's where you want to go like it's important for your brand name to be building yourself up for sure but I guess I went round and round and round and round in circles I was working for two years full-time in a corporate job whilst studying to be a personal trainer on the side whilst then trying to grow my name as a personal trainer whilst then it turned into me getting up at 6am to do six and seven o'clock clients then to go to work for a full day to take a client at lunch time in the middle of the day to then work for the rest of the afternoon to then go home and do clients and then at eight o'clock nine o'clock I'd get in bed and I'd do my business plan for the sportswear brand I wanted to launch right so I resonate with that the difference the problem with this is I had two years of that and I got to the point where I was like oh something's gonna give I'm gonna literally like 
all over and die. And so I got to the point where I had to make a really big choice. At this point, I still wasn't really thinking of anything other than I need to do this, I have to do this, I have to do more, I have to be more, I have to get this done, I have to get that done. That I wasn't really giving any space to myself to even listen to the answer as to whether I needed to leave my job or not. So obviously you're not going to leave your job, you're not going to leave studying that's not a conversation but in my head all that mattered was like I've got to make this decision I've got to make this decision and it got super overwhelming I ended up obviously leaving but because I didn't put in place any boundaries or awareness as to what balance really meant to me or how I could ensure my cup was always full up and I didn't get stressed I just continued that life so even though I gave up my full-time job I went into personal training and I thought that my life was going to be more stress-free and less overwhelming and anyone who's running a business knows that there isn't a day that goes by obviously that's not incredibly overwhelming from having to make decisions to speaking to people to um, stepping into your fit like your fears and actually doing things that you're petrified of it's all incredibly overwhelming but I then spent the rest of like four years building up my name, constantly being online. I remember Tess and I, when we launched our business, we were sitting up to one o'clock in the morning, literally working just because we felt like if we didn't reply to one email, the world would fall apart. Like that is how I felt inside all the time. I was constantly running on go and fight and flight and just run, 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 run. Even though I actually stopped balancing all of those things I just found a bunch of new other things to balance I found a whole other like I was PTing and I was trying to build four businesses and I was trying to go to as many events as I possibly could and I was trying to if you don't deal with the actual underlying boundaries and asking yourself what's important to you what makes you feel good and what's going to at least give you the energy to do those things and calm you down and deal with that stress where whatever happens in your life you will always just continue to run on this like rabbit wheel, like the hamster wheel. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. So I guess my biggest thing for you is almost like, I would say if anyone's listening to this who is in a situation is firstly 
take away the overwhelm as much as you can in an instant and by just removing yourself from a situation if you're making a decision or you've got loads going on or you're just feeling incredibly overwhelmed i always say take a day off take an evening off take literally you have to dedicate time where you are not thinking about anything so that might be recipe developing for you for me it's doing yoga or going for walks i got really clear after literally I would just constantly go from burnout to then going on holiday for a week to then coming back and working for four months crazy 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 to then work going away for a week because I'd burnt out and instead I looked at my life and I was like I can't live my life like this anymore life is too short firstly life is too short secondly I got really clear about the fact that a lot of that stuff I was doing was for approval for other people so me constantly being on that rabbit wheel for this success, I had to really ask myself, what am I trying to be successful for? What does success really mean to me? Now, success means to me something incredibly different to what success meant to me, what used to mean to me. It used to mean to me that like everybody knew that I was doing this and we were selling out all our tickets and I was making good money and la 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 and I was the best in my field at what I was doing. Now success looks like to me, I have a really good job that I enjoy every day. I wake up every day, I make a difference to people's lives every day and I'm happy. Success has shifted. So I got really clear about what what the overwhelm was about and why I was allowing myself to get into that situation. And then what I did is I put huge boundaries in place. So I then went, okay, for me, I'm quite a highly stressed person. I get overwhelmed very easily. I actually thrive off overwhelm and stress. That's when I produce my best work, but it burns me out and it's not healthy. So how can I limit that? And how can I bring myself down? And I literally put in a bunch of rules so for me i i'm lucky that i can do this but people can't but i made sure that i before i had to be anywhere i was up an hour and a half before so i basically was like i'm no longer rushing out the door that was one thing i realized was setting me up at the beginning of my day in an overwhelmed stress, I would wake up thinking about all the emails I hadn't replied to. I would get up, literally open my laptop, reply to all my emails as quickly as I possibly could, get changed and run out the door and go to work. I was so like quick, quick, quick. Whereas what I did was I was like, okay, what would happen if I got up a little bit earlier and just spent the day, the morning, like slowly easing into my day? I then noticed such a huge difference, even half an hour where you just like have your breakfast really slowly and you sit and you watch some TV and you allow yourself to not think of all the things you've got to do that day, really changed me. And then that started meaning that I then started incorporating like yoga and started incorporating meditation into my morning routine. And it became non-negotiable. You have to find your non-negotiables. Then when I started realizing how much of a difference that was making to my mood and my stress the whole day and the fact that I was getting overwhelmed, I then started putting in rules like, okay, what, what am I gonna do today? And then when am I gonna stop? If you're like you and like probably all the people listening here and you have a lot of hustles going on or you work for yourself so there is just never, there's a never ending to-do list, you're, you're never done, there's always something to do, you have to put yourself in a place where you go, right, these are my five jobs today and once they're done, I'm done for work. And you, I changed my life by doing that. Like, That's something I desperately need to be able to implement because once I have ticked off the top four or five or six, I just keep adding things or I yeah. keep going down to the less important things and there's always more that can be done. Um, but I think it's really interesting what you say about the morning, morning routine. It's super important. Mm -hmm. I've actually been listening to a podcast recently with Hal Elrod. He wrote this book called The Miracle Morning. Yeah 
all about setting yourself up for the day. And you know what? I love listening to the podcast while I'm rushing to uni or walking through the park and replying to emails on my phone at the same time as I'm listening. But I, it's not something I've genuinely been able to implement yet. It's something that I for sure need to work on because yeah. really creating that time for yourself. I mean, I do always have breakfast, but I think I need to just create a more calm environment in the morning, give myself some time. Because naturally, if you're dealing with overwhelm of doing a lot of things, then anyone who is in that space is quite likely to not have a lot of calm in their life or a lot of downtime in their life. So that for me is balance. If you're up working at like 100 miles an hour, then you have to have slow, you have to have slow downtime. Like that's what balance to me is. You have to start prioritizing your health. You have to start prioritizing you because it's all very well and good working yourself into the ground. But I have definitely learned in business and in life that when you push yourself like that nothing ever succeeds the way it would if you were coming at it from a calm place all my good ideas all my decisions have come from me like taking time away from the whole situation so i literally started putting in boundaries i was like okay and 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 i didn't start all at one go i wasn't like okay i'm going to make sure i do this in the morning and i'm going to make sure i do only five jobs today and then i'm going to stop my laptop it all was a gradual thing that i started to implement i've now got myself to the point where i'm like unless there is something really pressing that has to be done the next day or i have a big campaign which whenever you're working on something and it has a time limit to it you're obviously going to be like working really hard just up before that like the time limit happens like an exam or whatever it might be but I now like also have a rule that past seven o'clock, my laptop's not open. I don't reply to any emails. And the funniest thing I learned is the moment you stop, and it's like anything in life, the moment you stop putting those boundaries in, people do it around you, they notice it. They respect those boundaries. They don't email. I don't get emails anymore at 11 o'clock at night because I just stop replying to them. I used to sit up and reply to emails at like literally 1 a.m. If I got an email, I'd reply straight away. So I think it's this like, for me, I guess the biggest thing with overwhelm is take the pressure off yourself a little bit to, to make sure you're doing it all. Maybe ask yourself some more questions. Like if I was to ask you now, out of the three things, so the, obviously the university element is a must, but with the granola, for example, how much time does that take up for you? So much time, you have no idea. And also I think what's funny is, you were talking about how you measure success before and I think I measure success with my granola only at the point where I get more orders than I can physically cope with when I feel like I'm going insane that's when I feel like the business is starting to become successful but obviously that shouldn't be the aim and I mean you said you thrive off pressure and stress before and I'm exactly the same <laughs> at school at uni the first time around in my past degree I was such a last minute crammer and I'd I'd do well in the end, I'd do great, and I'd be able to uh, memorize everything or pull together an essay overnight, but I got so ill acting mm -hmm. like that, leaving everything to the last minute, and then just feeling this stress, which really is so, has such a, a negative impact on my health, mm -hmm. that it's not worth it, and that's why I know I need to be more productive in terms of what I prioritize, stay on top of things before they get to the point where my head feels like it's about to explode. <laughs> Listen, I totally resonate with that. I used to fuel myself on stress. I loved it. And honestly, that's all I ever knew. And I think that the moment I decided that, like, things kept... I mean, I didn't really get to decide either. The universe just kept throwing things my way, like making me get injured or making me get ill. Like, you will always get stopped in your tracks. And the people around you suffer and you suffer. And you're, you, you're left asking yourself, 
what is all this for if I'm actually not happy and I'm not enjoying it? Why are we, what, what am I working so hard to achieve when I spend every day exhausted and stressed and not taking in life's amazing things around me? And that's another thing I would say to you is try to be more present and try to make sure that you're, if everything that you're doing is such a love for you and such a joy for you, then try and sit in that space where it still becomes that joy. So like ask yourself, okay, out of all the things you do, what's the thing that you love the most? Your recipe developing. Yeah, being in the kitchen, being creative, experimenting, seeing how things come together and then styling the dish and photographing it and just really that creative aspect of it, I love. I do, I do really enjoy aspects of my university course, specifically the actual nutrition modules rather mm -hmm. than chemistry and biology. Um, but yeah, the recipe development just puts me in such a good state of mind. I really feel like happy while I'm doing That's it. That's your karma. So there's two options you have essentially. When you're in an overwhelmed place and you've got loads going on, you have two options in business or in life. You either, you have to streamline. I'm such a big fan of streamlining. So I had a conversation with someone the other day and she was talking about something that she's launching um, and she's launching it in February and it's a really big project. And then she was talking about, obviously when you business plan something, you've got to think of all the different things that for example, you want to do with that business. But then you kind of need to park them and not work on all of them at once. So I would then say to you, okay, so while you're studying and you're building your name up in the industry, is that not right now a bit of a priority? And is your granola something that you can keep as a hobby and, and keep it to a place where you actually enjoy it and you're not finding yourself exhausted so that you can actually spend more time doing chilled and relaxed things that make you feel less stressed and less overwhelmed so that when you actually do your work for university and your influencer work and your blogging and your recipes you do a better job of it because you're not sitting at home also trying to do as many orders as you possibly can but you keep that to a level of a level that you can handle you have that option where you keep things like you prioritize the things that are really important right now so i said to my other client the other day you know what your priority right now is ensuring that the moment that thing opens and launches, you have people joining. The parties that you're going to run in that space in three months' time, in, sorry, in a year's time, are something you can pick up in three months' time. So almost like look at everything you've got going on. And we're even doing this in our business right now, in the Get Lit business with Alternatively Healthy. We are going, where am I getting most joy? And obviously making us the revenue that's like worth, like versus the time. And where are we not? Where are we just doing for the sake of doing? And we're just being absolutely ruthless and getting rid of anything that we're doing for the sake of doing that's bringing no benefit to our business. The other option you obviously have, depending on where you are in your business, is I was so overwhelmed with life that I got really clear about the parts of my job that are a necessity, but I hate, and I delegated. And I now no longer do anything in my business that I don't like doing. And that's a luxury. And I've got myself to a point where I can do that, but I had to take the jump to do that. And so there will obviously be people who are listening who probably are in that space where they could hand, like take on a PA or they, you either need to drop something or you need to give stuff to people because you just can't live your life balancing everything at hundred miles an hour. You, none of the things that you want to do will go as far far as they want to go, you want them to go and I have every doubt every faith that you will get the best grades in your course and you will be the best nutritionist in the industry like there's no doubt about it because you're, you're that's what you're striving for but I think every now and then it's really important to ask yourself like why you need to be the best at it or why you need to you know, do you know what I mean yeah absolutely it's so true it's 
definitely something I, I would love to have in the future is to be able to delegate and yeah. things within my business that totally do my head in, like spreadsheets and keeping track of orders and, um, you know, who really likes spreadsheets. But you know what? Some people do. And maybe one day... Yeah, some people love them. Um, All you crazy people listening that love spreadsheets, I, I don't understand you, but I, I take my hat off to you. <laughs> no, but I know for sure that my course is my number one priority right now it's just the granola obviously brings me so much joy i yeah. love making, been making it since i was 13 14 years old for myself my family and everyone would always joke saying oh you should sell this can you make it for my birthday present i used to put it in little glass jars with a ribbon and then i thought one day you know what i'm gonna do something with this yeah but there really is no rush there's no yes there's no deadline for that and that is like the one thing if anyone's going to take anything away from this is that I would say like take the pressure off there's no rush you can you you've got that granola business to a place where it's doing really well and you're just at the beginning kind of not really but you are kind of at the beginning what is the rush what is the rush with everything I said I asked myself that question at the beginning of this year and I just said what is the rush like and I wanted to launch modules for get lit at the end of this year and a school and a course and I've just gone whoa 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 this year is just about nurturing the community next year we'll add a bit why do I have to do everything now absolutely you've got all the time in the world and this year for me as well has been super hectic I feel like I have accomplished a lot in terms of both my businesses so for my recipe development I've launched my newsletter I've uh, built up a stronger community on social media I've reached out to so many brands that I never really had the confidence to in the past I thought amazing oh, work with me they'll find me which doesn't really happen as much and I have I've definitely made so much progress but there's no rush and I think to take it slow and prioritize yeah the most timely important thing right now there's no rush take the pressure off enjoy the process a little bit more be a little bit more present and do a little bit more for you. Do a little bit more that you love and your cup will get filled up and you will exceed at everything that you do in so much more, like with so much more love. Like there are the amount of times, awareness is key. I always know when I'm getting in myself in an overwhelmed state, I've got clear about it now. I can see when it's coming. I can see when there's loads going on and I just go, nope, not doing it. Something's got to give. You've just got to bring awareness to the situation and get really clear about what's important to you because stress is such a killer. It's such a killer. And honestly, you're doing an amazing job. Like what you're achieving is incredible and you've just got to trust that you are going to go exactly where you deserve to go from the hard work and dedication that you put in. But sometimes you've just got to surrender a little bit and, and give yourself that time. But for anyone listening to this, I would just literally ask yourself, what fills your cup up? Why are you doing what you're doing? What does success really mean to you? Why, is, why are you allowing yourself to get overwhelmed? And what can you implement in your life every day, small things every day that stop you from getting overwhelmed? So even if that's also something like you can see yourself getting into a state where you're a bit overwhelmed, what for you takes that away? For me, it's going for a walk. And for a lot of people I know, it's going for a walk. But for everyone, it'll be, for you, it might be going and actually doing one of your recipes so you can get calm. And that, like, that's your creation. That's where you're creative. And I just think that like to live a life where you are a little bit less stressed about 
getting everything right and doing it all now and being 100% perfect at it. It all comes, everything comes down to your self-worth. Yeah, it's funny you use the word perfect because I am such a perfectionist. It's something I massively struggle with. And I used to think it was something to be really proud of. I'm a perfectionist. I do everything perfectly, or at least I aim to. But perfection doesn't exist. And if Perfection doesn't exist. You keep chasing that, you'll never get it. And you'll just keep stressing yourself out mm-hmm. trying to reach something that isn't real. Yeah, so where's the end goal on that? Where's the end goal on being perfect? You're never there because you're always on to what's next, what's next, what's next, what's next, what, what can I do next? And you're never actually truly being present in the right now and you're never really enjoying what you've got right now. And I will promise you now, if you don't get to the bottom of like putting in your boundaries and learning that there's no rush, you will just spend the rest of your life going, what's next, what's next? How can I keep myself busy? How can I keep myself overwhelmed? And, and that is what I did for so many years until I went, life's too short. Life is too short. I want to make sure that I can at least look back and go, I didn't work until three in the morning every day. For what? To say that I was super successful because I had 101 things going on. Success, honestly, is such a different thing. And um, one of the Get Lit Girls actually put up a really good post yesterday. Um, Georgie, if you're listening, that was you. And she talked about her overwhelm she has with posting on social media and how she feels like she has to say to someone like sorry that I haven't posted on social media this week but she spent more time asking herself what success truly means to her that she's become less overwhelmed because she spent more time nurturing and being being there for people in person rather than showing up all the time on her Instagram so I think it's just about really getting clear for you what fills your cup up where you love spending most of your time and where's gonna what's the priority right now and and cutting back on some of the things because there are probably 101 things honey in your life that you could put your mind to and you could do very well that's the that's the nature of an overachiever that's the nature of a perfectionist is that they are just incredibly hardworking and intelligent that i could say to you can you do this can you do this can you do this and if you taught yourself how to do it you'd be able to and you'd enjoy it but I still enjoy PTing. I still love personal training. I still love teaching classes. But I had to give that up. I had to take my foot out of that door. I could still be the girl who has Get Lit, Alternatively Healthy, and personal training, and business coach. I can do those things. But where's it getting me? Yeah, definitely. I think that's such an important message to really think about things in the grand scheme of things. What brings you joy? What makes you happy? What's really important to you today, right now? And being present is definitely something I need to focus on. I mean, my screen time, you know, when you get those notifications yeah. on your phone saying your screen time is up by 30% from last yeah. week, which was already shocking last week. It's just, yeah. I need to put my phone down, focus on myself, focus on really being in the moment. Sure. 100%. Like that, if you can take that away and try and implement it, I'd love to hear if it makes a little bit of a difference. And when you find yourself getting into that overwhelmed, overworked state, listen, life's overwhelming. Life is overwhelming. It doesn't go away unless you put those boundaries in. There is, we have such a need and a, a pressure on us if we allow it as women and as men to be strong, to be independent, to be getting everything we possibly can done, to be successful. But I think a lot of people aren't asking themselves what success really looks like. And you've nailed that. And I just think if you can wake up every day and just say to myself, you know what, Ellie, there's no rush today. I'm going to enjoy everything I do today. And I'm going to take the pressure off. I promise you that the things that will come to you, the things that you've always wanted will actually like, that you've worked so hard to try and get, they'll just come naturally because you've already put all the hard work in. Yeah, do you know what? I really, I really believe you. Like, I really trust what you're saying is true. And I know that's what I need to do. I need to take a step back and 
come at things from a more relaxed perspective and it will all happen all the good things will come 100 percent. because honey you are a, you're more than enough you are incredibly worthy. You are incredibly deserving of everything that you want. You're incredibly deserving of feeling good, of being successful, of living a life that you love. And the moment you truly believe that and you accept that from the core, the way you work will change. I was just working at 100 miles an hour all because I wanted other people to approve of me. That was literally, I got to the bottom of that's why I work so hard. That's why I want to be a really successful businesswoman is because I want someone, everyone to look at me and be like, she managed to do that on her own because I didn't have that help in the beginning. So you just got to get clear as to what your driving force is behind why you work the way that you work. And that's a real eye opener. So I really, really hope that um, has helped you. Um, and do share with me how you get on. I will. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed that. I really appreciate it. You're so welcome. And thank you so, so much for joining. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on. I'll speak You're to you very soon. welcome. Lots of love. Bye. See you later. Bye, bye, bye. You have been listening to the Get Lit with Becky Rabin podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Please feel free to head to beckyrabin.com to access my free downloads that come with this podcast. Plus head to either my profile or the Get Lit Inc. profile on Instagram to share your stories, lessons and breakthroughs with me because I want to hear from you. If you're a business owner, expert or entrepreneur, head to getlitinc.co.uk to find out more about how we can help you grow your business. In the meantime, please do rate and review our podcast so that we can bring you more motivational witness. Thank you so much again for listening. Go get lit, hun. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.